0: Uh, celebrating five years on YouTube because we have to have something to talk about and celebrate as your live and interactive Sharks post game show. This is Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is Tuesday night, February 25th, 2019. The road trip is over. Good gosh almighty, the road trip is over. The Sharks go over on the road trip. They outshoot their opponents for the fifth straight game and lose. Hi. Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. This is your sh- live interactive Sharks game show. Be a part of the show. You can chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on our YouTube chat, on the page, or the app. And of course, follow us on the social where we, tw- we live gift games, Twitter, Instagram. AJ does his pregame report. Of course, you're watching us on their YouTube channel, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, all under Teal Town USA. And of course, for more Sharks content, visit tealtownusa.com. With me tonight. No, not me having a split personality, as the girlfriend would say, but a spiffy looking Ian Reed.
1: Well, thank you very much. It's good to be here. Um, it's, you know, what are you going to say? They lost again.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I. I don't know how many more game. Like I would be shocked. Like I, I'm setting the over under at five of the last twenty. Uh, well, I guess last nineteen now. Uh, I, I'm setting the over under to five
0: for wins.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh boy. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. They got yeah. it. They got it. You know, difficult stretch to come right now. So, uh, just looking at the looking at the chat here is Cheryl saying too bad. Whoa. Hello. Why is it up here? Yeah, it's better. Too bad I can't get my money back for the rest of the season. You and me both, Cheryl, that's for sure. Uh, Rob saying, we need lots of, lots of humor for the final month. Uh, yeah. I'll do my best.
1: Yes. Uh, you know, Hey, I, I can start. Remember, remember when it was November and things were good, but also, we were like there was some serious hysteria around radium Shimmick's next contract. That's kind of hilarious in hindsight, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> oh
0: man. Oh goodness. We're already getting comments from the from the uh dressing room. Burns, it's tough scoring goals right now. We have to play almost a perfect game right now. Do the right things when you can.
1: Um I would settle for a good game from Burns right about now. I would
0: too. I would too. Uh you know even AO saying yikes uh you know sharks are just trying to weed out the bandwagoners that's it
1: uh, I did get a haircut and thank you for noticing
0: <laughs> Yes he's looking all nice and spiffy phantom 0044 So oh well all right well the oh, well the road trip is uh is over and done with It's uh, over yep. and uh the last Stretch didn't start off too well 26 seconds in Burns already Taking a hooking call uh, That sets up a far, power play goal For uh, Abe Kubel his 6 from Van Riemse And Nick Niskanen And uh, I just did not like their positioning At all on that goal
1: Well here's the problem right Like obviously with the Moves that have been made and injuries and whatnot, not um, you've kind of had To cobble around and, and Barkley Goodrow is what Everyone says Melker Carlson is like. I think Barkley Goudreau is a big part of that penalty kill, um, and it's. A, I think it's a reason why he fetched. You know, he, I mean, obviously, like, um, you know, he fetched a first round pick. I mean, obviously, a third had to go with them to make that, to make that a first round pick. But there's a reason why he was coveted by some teams, and I think you know, a big part of it is because Barkley is the guy that everyone thinks Melker Carlson is. This, you know, this sh- short handed ace, uh, Barkley Goodrow's actually fits that role a lot more
0: and that's why he went to tampa bay along with a third rounder to get a first round pick and i I don't know if you can call a 26 year old a prospect but
1: well i mean here's the thing right and i'm not sure what to make of this guy like this could this could be a guy who they you know who they give a year and slot it on the barracuda this could be a guy that they don't even qualify right because um you know, Tampa had to move a contract to fit Barkley Goodrow in, right. so they take a prospect back in return. Who knows? I mean, maybe, you know, maybe they give them a look next year. They give them a qualifying offer and a one-year deal and they give them a look on, on the Barracuda next year. But, I mean, at you know, at, at the point, like you said, you're you're getting up there in age 26. If you're not mm-hmm. cracking NHL time, you're probably not cracking NHL time. But, right. you, you know, uh, Barracuda could need players next year. We don't, you know, who knows?
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think they need PK. They need some PK help. They need some help in the Barracuda. We need so many things. So moving along, Joel Shellman apparently can only score against the Flyers. He gets his second of the season from Middleton and Heed to tie the game up. I, I thought and I said this to you before the off the air, you know, Middleton, I thought was struggling a little bit once he got called up. But I think tonight was one of his better games.
1: Yeah, tonight, tonight, Middleton played a better, I thought was one of the better games I've seen him play in the NHL. I thought the game that he played last game, he was pretty atrocious in, and I thought when, you know, the Sharks sent future considerations, uh, who is just constantly on the move, I, I don't marry this dude, because like, you're going to be constantly moving, but right. future considerations goes for um, Brendan Davidson. I thought Brendan Davidson was kind of a, and who knows, it could It'd be, you know, I, maybe Tim, he'll go back in the doghouse again. You never know. Right. Um, <laughs> but like, I thought Davidson might've been a pickup because of that game that Middleton played, which, but I thought he, I thought, yeah, for, he had a pretty good game today.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I thought, so pinching down below, setting up Shelman for a nice goal, uh Sharks tying this game up. I thought they looked pretty good in that first period after Philly would take a hella dudes on the frozen pond. We love you, Shalena. Hope you're doing well. Uh, and then one of their new pickups, Grant from Anaheim, you know, takes a slashing call at the 20 minute mark. I, I thought as they outshot the flyers 15 to eight, I thought they felt pretty good after outside that first minute and a half.
1: Yeah. 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 No, i I'd, I'd agree. I, I I don't really have much to add to that. I, I concur. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Moving onward, you saw Hayes get his twentieth from Lawton and Konechny. uh That line was phenomenal tonight for the Flyers. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, but that one would get challenged. Uh, what did you think of that challenge? I was a little iffy on it in the first place.
1: Yeah, I, I thought if it got called back, like I, I tweeted, I think my tweet said something about it, like it. Offside really shouldn't be this complicated. It it should be a lot easier. I think that the blue line should just extend up to the ceiling and if you're, you know, and if you're onside, you're onside. None of this, oh, well, he didn't drag his skate, Um, you know, just ticky-tacky nonsense like that. I was fine with the call. I could see why they challenged it, but right. I was fine with the call. Like, I really think offside really doesn't need to be as complicated as it is, and I'm I'm really, I'm fine with that one. Yeah. I'm not well, going to lie.
0: I, I was a little iffy on, on challenging that, honestly, but, you know. You know, I I can see why they did it, but I'm I'm not buying what you're what you're trying to sell on that one. Uh, thankfully, they didn't do anything on the following up penalty for the unsuccessful challenge. However, connect me, uh, thanks to a you know collision between Meyer and Burns and miscommunication or whatever you want to call it. Um, brutal, yeah,
1: brutal all around.
0: Yeah, I mean, Konechny gets his 22nd from Hayes. That they go to the dressing room down three-one. Couture blocks a shot, and it's like, oh my god, could that period get any worse for the Sharks?
1: Yeah, because here's the thing, right? We should probably talk about this too. Like Couture coming back. Because there's a lot of people that there's a lot of discussion on. You know, well, if they don't need Couture, why even bring him back? But mm-hmm. like. <sighs> Here, here's the thing, right? Like these guys, they're they're players. If they're if they're medically cleared, they should play. And I have a hard time believing that the Sharks would bring Couture back early to play meaningless games, especially not even at home. Like it's not even a ticket selling issue at this point because you're in Philadelphia. So, well, you know, like if he's healthy, he has to play. That's that's what he does. You can't just tell a player who's healthy, no, you don't get to play um i understand like the sentiment of like okay you don't you know like have them take some more time off and let them be you know 100 next year but here's the problem with that like it's a contact sport eric you and i can walk out the door tomorrow and get hit by a bus and it's game over like if you live your life on the well what's the worst thing you know if the worst happens oh my god like if no one lives like that, and we would never leave our homes. We would probably die in our homes anyway. I mean, you live in California; your home could fall on your head in an earthquake. I could have my fuel tank just, blow up in my face. You I mean, could yeah. have your fuel tank blow up in your face. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's 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 one of those things where I understand how people want to be cautious, but like, if if he can if he can go, then he should go. That's just the reality of it, right? Um, but man, I was like, cause I said that start of the game and then, then he gets hit the ankle, like, Oh God, here we go. <laughs> um, but it was one of those things. I mean, thankfully he was all right, but like, you know, if, if he's perfectly healthy and takes that shot in the ankle, that's still probably going to hurt a yeah, lot, right? Team. Like, so I don't know. I mean, I. I understand the sentiment of why people want would want Couture to to miss a few more games, but really, if he's if the Sharks staff say he's good and look at the money they've got tied up in this guy, they're not trotting him out for meaningless games if he's not good to go. Period.
0: No, no. And, and like Rob does say, not to make a baseball analogy, but baseball no, is notorious for shutting down hurt players, you mm-hmm. know, or having a, like a limitation on on a pitcher. I I think I remember like Washington had like on Strasbourg, and they were in the middle of a pennant race and they shut him down. Yep. I mean, if things are out of hand and he's hurting, then, you know, there's no, there's no here.
1: reason to blame if he's not hundred percent, but I mean, there, there, there's a lot of just like speculation. Well, what if this and this, and like, from what we know, it, it's a bone, it was a bone break, bone yep. heals. play. Like it's not a muscle. It's not a, you know, it's not a tendon or a muscle where, you know, it's kind of iffy bone bone healed play like i don't know to me i understand the sentiment but i just think it's just it's not realistic right right
0: right and i i you know it, it's it's one of those things where it's like yeah i get you want to get out there and compete and i i'm pretty sure i think we've we've seen it throughout the years logan is one he's of a those guys yeah he just wants to go out and play i mean For sure. you know he doesn't want to you know hang out in there and you know just hang out with the watch boys. from the
1: press box and yeah. and go on trips with the boys. No, I agree. Like,
0: you know, but, but to, to see the, see the nightmare of this second period and have that capped off by couture, uh, you know, being worried. Now, granted, he comes back out in the third period, gives a shot, had a scoring chance and just, you know, no luck. But at the same time,
1: um, I thought he looked fine. Like he didn't yeah. look like a player who like he maybe like obviously he's going to have to get his timing back and everything. But he didn't look like I didn't look at Katura's game and go, oh, yeah, he's still he's playing hurt like it. I didn't get that impression.
0: Right. And, and
1: maybe it's because I don't want to be wrong, but <laughs> I didn't get that impression. You guys can tell me.
0: <laughs> no, but, you know, as we're getting comments from from the locker room now. Uh, Bugner mentioning Couture's game speed is a little off, but he had good looks. The guys played hard. It's been a tough couple of days, but we had some chances. You had plenty of chances this evening, uh, and, and yeah. But of course, it's Couture coming off of what he's been out for over almost two months, roughly. And yeah. you were going to you're you were going to expect some rustiness, and that's and that's the case. Sure, you know, but. To see the miscommunication with Meyer and Burns and that leads to a two-on-one and then you, you just, just there's just a lot of I see stick wiggling a little bit more I, I it's like
1: oh well, and Dell wasn't very good either no, like I Dell Dell has kind of come back to earth a little bit too I think yeah um which is fine I mean it was expected again like goal goalies are voodoo they get hot they get cold um you know, this is why, you know, I, I, I've i said all along, you know, you can't come back with both of these guys. You can't come back with Jones and Dell and be like, well, Dell's playing good. So if he could continue playing good, that's like you have to replace one of these guys with a more sure thing. Because I think and, and I, not that Dell was terrible. And I don't think Jones last couple of games has played has been terrible Del- either. Like they both like they've both they you know, Jones has probably had the better outings, to be completely honest, the last few games. Yeah. Um, if if we're being completely honest with ourselves, but you know, you can't this is why you can't come back with both these guys next year, because yeah. again, like, you know, goalies get hot, goalies get cold, but you can't base your franchise's hopes for, you know, an entire season on on a hot streak, which is kind of what the Sharks did last year with Jones in the playoffs. They said, Well, Jones was great in the playoffs for you know, for for as long as he was, so we can come back with that next year and we'll be fine. And We've seen how that goes. So I, I think that um, that's why, you know, it's, it's why I've been really, really gun shy on, on being like really behind either of these guys as far as like long term.
0: And like you said, they're going to have to come to a decision uh, down down the road. Uh, you know, it's just going to be a thing and you need guys that are here to be better. You know, Boogner saying this on Burns. I think Burns has been a horse on this trip, but he's had some tough turnovers. That's an understatement. Other than a couple plays, he's been real solid on the trip. Uh, Okay. And I misspoke, yes, a month and a half because he missed 17 games.
1: 17 games, yeah. So... uh, I, I mean he ha, he's Burns has played a hell of a lot of minutes. Like he's eating, he's being forced to eat a lot of minutes. So I think from that perspective, yeah. Look, at, I mean Brent Burns hasn't had a a great season period. I mean he's definitely one of the guys you need more from on a night to night basis. And I know. I, you know eating eating a lot of minutes is good. And I'm not going to take that away from him. But there's you know there's been a lot of plays that have gone off his stick and into the back of the net.
0: And tough to see all the ones, including the one that uh, Hayes, you know, just picks up and buries it. And it just trickles in. Vlasic tried to pull it back, but too late for that one. That made it 4-1. It wasn't until seven minutes into the period that the Sharks get a shot on goal. And and then Noah Gregor with a nice, nice one-timer to get his second on the year. Uh, Noah g- giving some giving some hope to some of the kids that are that are taking they're getting their opportunities
1: nor Gregor's is a guy who in my opinion should have been playing a lot more this year um you could have played him over Melker. you could have definitely played him over Sorensen. i think uh, Sorensen. i think of of players that have gotten just an an, an insane amount of leash uh, Marcus is a guy who's been given just an insane amount of leash. And I just think that you probably could have better used that time on, on some of these kids. And Noah Gregor, I think like I've always pretty, I've liked a lot of what I've seen from Noah Gregor in the times that he's been up. Um, he's a guy I wish that they would have played more. Cause I think he would have benefited from it more than, you know, one of those guys. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh,
0: so, uh, so with that, I, we hear Brody is off the air. Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. This is your live and interactive Sharks post-game show. Do us a favor if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Wait, right, wait. wait. Oh, where'd you go? There we go. Hit hit that subscribe button down below on the on the thing. We are almost at two thousand. Please, we'd love to get to two K before the season ends, and you know, we deserve it. I, I
1: think, especially I'm- Ian. I, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just sure so I don't get fined.
0: <laughs> uh, court tour with the comments. I'd wish I'd be playing better by am Okay. I still haven't gotten real practice. It's been a rough couple of days.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I thought he looked fine. Yeah. Um, Like, again, I understand the, the sentiment of, you know, well, just keep him out longer. But then, like, where does that end? Like, it's a this is a situation to me where it's like it's a bad trend to start, right? Do You yeah. want to see teams that just tank, just completely bubble wrap their, their star players. Do you want to, should we take Timo Meyer out of the lineup just in case something bad happens? Like, again, I don't not leave right. my house because something bad could happen. You live life. You do what you're supposed to do. I absolutely go to work. I do my, you know, I do my shift. You I mean, they, these guys are the same, man. You, it is what it is. You, you get pucks
0: in deep and, and you get into the corner you chase after it and and do your right thing. That's that's what I would say for sure. Um, so, wh- let's get to the let's get to the uh, what the heck call of the night. It seems like we're get- getting these all along. Uh, mm-hmm. Noah Greger uh, looks like it's shoulder on shoulder contact. Now, like you said on Twitter, and I agree with you, it
1: was a blind side hit. It was a blindside hit. It was it. It's a hit that is here's the problem, right? And I'm going to be very on brand here because I'm going to say it's a fast game and we get to see things from multiple angles and replay and everything else. I it's I think it's a hard game to officiate. I don't know. I didn't look at what angle the refs were looking at it from that hit. If he does make contact like he, he did make contact with the head, but that is the kind of hit that makes contact with the head and like, those are the kind of hits you want to get rid of when they... Now, this one didn't, and I can't say that, you know, did the ref blow the call? Yeah, clearly the ref blew the call. I mean, they they evened it up for reasons, um, because, you know, they, they obviously, they weren't thing, but I, I check-to-the-head call, like, that's just... Call it roughing, then, or, you know, or yeah. something, charging, no, I don't know. Totally. Call it not a check-to-the-head if you're not sure. Like, I don't know why they couldn't have, you know, conferenced or whatever, been like, hey... That wasn't a head hit, really. There was nothing wrong with that hit. But um, they evened it up to try and cover their own butts. I mean, these things are nebulous, and it seems like, you know, they can conference and take a penalty away. And then sometimes they'll say, oh, well, that's not revealed. We can't change that. So, you know, and that's I'm sure what we'll hear. It was a bad call, but, I mean, it's easy for me to say when, you know, the angle that I get to watch it from (laughs) is, is perfect. I don't know what ref, you know, I don't know the angle the ref saw it at. Um, it's a fast game and a lot happens in in real time. I'm sure it's a lot more difficult, Mm -hmm. you know, from a different angle, maybe that looked like a headshot. And that is, again, if there was head contact there, that is a hit that you really, really want to get out of the game. So I think they, they try to play it safe with the blind side, but I mean, look at supplemental disciplines, not going to do it. So I guess the refs maybe, you know, trying to do it themselves. they, They try and do it themselves maybe because like, like, cause like, Man, supplemental just when this league is a joke. Well,
0: and that's and so I'll ask you this because mm-hmm. knowing the sharks luck this year, <laughs> does that get a fine? Does that get a suspension?
1: No. Does that get us like if if it was a head hit, or or no, right no, now no. is like saying right oh. now. Right. No, it's it's a clean hockey hit. Anyone, when you get the chance to look at it and review the play and see it on replay from four angles and in super slow-mo, it's clear that's not it. There's there's going to be no supplemental discipline there. And there shouldn't be. Hey, it's a clean hit.
0: I know, but, you know, I've seen stranger things happen. <laughs> just, you know,
1: it's just yeah. never know.
0: It, it just seems like it, these days, unfortunately, it's like I should break out a wheel and let's just spin and see what we'll get. You
1: know, so there's nothing to there's nothing to see there though. Like you can't you can't find that and then not find Jamie Ben. Yeah, it? but Jamie Benn no, it's Jamie it? Ben um,
0: that took the hit on all, or that uh, gave the hit to Oliver Ekman Larson and got right, nothing. Yes. Which is got nothing. Just the most. You
1: can't. Yeah, I mean, th- this was a hockey. This is a hockey hit. I mean, they can. It, it that there's that's that's the end of it And
0: and that's the most asinine thing I saw is that that didn't get a fine or, or anything, which is ridiculous. But I digress. Uh, yep. So the Sharks lose this one 4-2. to two. Uh, Philly ha- coming in had a plus 24 goal differential in the third period, second only to Washington. I believe, if my math is correct, this is the second time in 12 outings that the Flyers beat the Sharks on Philly ice so in in face-off wise this team the sharks did not do well in that one uh well you have no centers we have no centers we have no wings I mean, nothing. Oh my god! like
1: the Flyers had a hell of a lot more to play for this game than the Sharks did. Right. I mean, they're in the they're in the heat of the of a pretty tight metropolitan race. Um, Flyers. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll say this about the Flyers for for a team that I've watched for a while. Like it looks like they're finally like this team's been kind of rebuilding for a while. And I don't I, I they're not I don't think they're like a cup contender, but but they're right there like they're at that corner. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they turn because they're. This is a team that has probably been garbage for a little bit longer than it should have been, mm-hmm. considering the, some of the players and picks they picked up. Um, but yeah, no, this 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 is a team that maybe and maybe if they're in the Metro, they're they're in better shape too, right? right. Because the Metro I think is pretty tough. But yeah, that's a team that's right there on the corner.
0: If they're right there. They're almost there. But it, the East is going to be so interesting. It's going to be real interesting to see. So there's
1: a couple of questions here. Yeah, let's get to them.
0: Cheryl, our good friend Cheryl. Whatever, Mm -hmm. she's so glad to see Ian tonight. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding, Cheryl. (laughs) Thoughts on the Jumbo no trade. Wrong teams interested, price too high. Maybe they were offering, the teams were offering not enough for
1: Jumbo. I would be curious to find out to be a fly on the wall with what happened with Dallas. Because Dallas was apparently in and then they were out. So I don't... I, I can't... Like, I can't really... Uh, it's hard, right? Because I think, like, maybe... You know, because the the talk right now is that the teams that he thought truly had a chance, like, maybe those teams didn't call. So maybe, like, a Boston didn't call at all, right? right. Uh, you know, teams that are... Theoretically super in right Other teams did you know went for uh, Did other things right like obviously The Penguins weren't going to grab both Marlowe and Thornton that's just silly
0: Wishful thinking
1: they they grabbed Marlo. Um, You know there's a couple other Teams that did some other things And so I, I wonder if it's a case Of where it's like like obviously The one really Head-shaking team from yesterday Was Buffalo Because like six Wayne points Simmons. out And just you know and went out and just blew some assets on wayne simmons and i'm not sure like i like you You know what i mean like i know there's obviously contenders and stuff but you would just think that if you're and again i don't know i'm not in the room but i just yeah. think that if i'm joe thornton and if that's really what i want to do like any team like we've seen stranger things like especially last year remember last year all the upsets yeah no right time. like and so I, I wonder if, you know, like a team called that maybe he just didn't think was a good enough, you know, that wasn't good enough, right? Yes. And he just thought uh, maybe, you know, and that's partial on him. I can't imagine Doug Wilson being like, no, I'm not going to get the return I want, so I'm not going to do it. Like, I really feel like if if there was a team out there right. that was a playoff bound, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't have the answer. I think that obviously... I'm going to take what I've read on the internet at face value and say that the teams that, that he was interested in going to didn't call. And some of the teams that did call didn't want him or didn't, that he didn't want to go. I I can't, I I don't know. It's, it's perplexing. Like, and I, I wish that I would have a, I wish I could be a fly on the wall for that conversation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know, we've heard a lot of things AJ found this on The Athletic, which he copied onto his post on tealtownusa.com, about how, um, you know, star CEO Jim Lights was saying, you know, about Joe Thornton once before. And this was like around the year that the Sharks had missed the playoffs five right. years ago. The only guy that ever turned us down and enforced its no trade is Joe Thornton because he wasn't going anywhere. He had his deal, his kids were young, he loved his house, he wasn't going anywhere. He got into an FU argument with the GM there. Lights added, before we acquired Spessa, the same offer had been made to Joe Thor- to San Jose for Joe Thornton. It was accepted, but Joe wasn't making it happen.
1: Right. I mean, and that's, again, that's his right. I mean, I know, you know, some people would be like, and Spets obviously, maybe, you know, maybe they wanted him longer term, right? Because I think Spets got traded and like signed an extension pretty quickly, didn't he? Yeah. Um. So I wonder if, you know, like maybe... You know, maybe he wanted to go as a rental, but he wasn't interested in going as a long term piece there because he did like it in San Jose and he thought that San Jose could turn it around or whatever and he's happy. And look at it. I mean that's why you that's why you become a veteran and that's why you have a note move clause so you can play where you want to play. Yep. Um I don't I don't begrudge him for that. does that play a factor? Who knows? I mean, you'd think that, you know, it's all business, right? Right. Um, there's a couple other questions here I want to yeah. get to. You. Uh, I got to scroll see. up here. So JF Turner uh, said, Ian Locksaki, your thoughts on the Goodrow trade, and how do you think Doug Wilson will use that first round draft? Oh, he'll probably trade it, won't he? Um, <laughs> oh, no. I thought, I thought it was really good. Like I, when when it was, listed, I was really hesitant to really go all in on it because it was like, you know, the initial was just. Goodrow for a first, which on the surface sounds fantastic. But then you look at cap friendly and you saw the 50, 50 and you know, you saw that they, they had to move a body around. So obviously there was more to it. I think I don't, I'm not as, I'm not as ecstatic about this trade as other people are because not that the sharks do anything with their thirds, but I thought, you know, Goodrow and the third to get the first, I, I guess I see it. Um, I guess I see it, but it just seems like, I don't know, the third The third kills it a little for me. It's I, it's a good trade, yeah. and I think you do it every time. Um, but I don't think it was this World Series Grand Slam that it's being made out to be. Uh, it's good. I don't think it's great. I think it's good. Now, here's the reason why I think it's good. The Sharks kind of need players next year, and Barkley Goodrow has been a guy who I said – you know, Barkley Goodrow is the guy that people think Melko Carlson is. Barkley Goodrow has also kind of done everything you've asked of him this year. You know, he's gone up in the top six. He's played well. He's played in the bottom six. He's played well. You know, he's kind of been a utility guy that you could kind of slot anywhere. And you don't have a lot of guys that can do that. Like, who is going to be, and, and, we, and we don't know what's going to happen in the offseason, what moves are going to get made, roster, whatever. But if, you know, Barkley Goodrow is probably a guy you want next year. So I think that's why it's a good trade. I think you're, the value is never going to be higher for Barkley Goodrow. Let's right. be honest. Like, you were never going to get a better return for him. But I thought, you know... Uh, Kurz made some really salient points on Twitter after the trade because Barkley Goodrow's a guy who has pretty much done everything you've asked of him and you get it for under a million and you could have had it for under a million next year too. I just, my concern is, is that you're going to go and pay two million for a guy to do what Barkley Goodrow could have done for a million, less than a million. That's my concern. Um, so I think it it was a good trade. I don't think it was a great trade, but it was good. I think, you know, um, it, Godspeed. You know, good luck in Tampa. I I love the guy. I mean, that was a guy who I said many times this year. You know, Barkley Goodrow's your best player when he shouldn't be your best player. Um, value is never going to be higher. Good trade, not a great trade in my opinion because of those reasons.
0: Yeah, and the other thing too is like I think when we first came on, me and AJ were thinking Goodrow for first straight up. Like, wow, that's actually really good. But the thing, and I said this as well to think that you had to throw in a third and of course he had to get a contract back because he had to contract
1: back because they were at the limit right
0: but at the same time it's like why do we need a throw in a third you know
1: well Barclay good draw on his own shouldn't get you a first like well, Tampa sure. overpaid a little bit I mean the third makes it a little I think it makes it a little more palatable for Tampa but Tampa's done some really funny things with their first round picks this this trade deadline um, you know they've, they've grabbed a couple of Look at, again, I'm I'm not trying to, you know, take a dump on Barkley Goodrow because Barkley Goodrow is a guy that I really like. Um, But Barkley Goodrow shouldn't get you a first. Neither should Blake Coleman. Yeah, no, he shouldn't. Like, these guys are role players. They shouldn't. These are not the guys you should be parting with first-round picks for. So I scratch my head a little at Tampa. I say thank you very much if I'm a Sharks fan, and as well you should. But again like i'm concerned that barkley goodrows a guy that you might have a hard time replacing next year when you're actually playing for something again
0: yes and that's the th- and that's the thing is that you need those players he was signed under contract a little bit more you know and the the thing being you know it, it's he was a good player he was you were able to fill him in in every, almost every spot yeah you know uh, you know, did Goody get moved because Milker got hurt? Though, AJ's mentioning that. You know, is that something that might have been the case? I think,
1: yeah, I think that 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 could play a factor. Look, I think the Sharks they're they're looking to get assets, right? Um, I, you know, again, does Milker? Car- I don't think Milker Carlson gets you the same return though, because the contracts higher. Now, you could eat contract you, obviously. Um, I don't think Melker Carlson nets you the same return as, as, as Barkley Goodrow, though. I think, you know, I, I honestly like Barkley Goodrow is a guy who I think Tampa's smart to go. I think Tampa, like, I don't like the return if I'm Tampa, like what you gave up rather, but Barkley Goodrow is a guy that, you know, I think it, it was a shrewd, that was a shrewd player for teams to target for sure. Because you got the Sharks selling and you know, you wanna pick up some assets and you wanna like, you know, move on some players because but I just for a team that's supposed to turn this around really quickly and be in contention next year, and again, I, I I'm not saying Barkley Goodrow is like the best player in the entire universe, but he's a guy who has done more than a lot of other guys have done this year that mm-hmm. have been expected to come in, right? So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Uh Rob Iman kind of Asking that same point now, you mentioned are they supposed to get back in contention this year? But he's saying, Are the Sharks looking more to
1: twenty one, twenty two, with these trades? I don't think so. Because again, look at everyone they like, everyone else they moved Marlow who knows, Marlow could come back in the offseason if they right. really want him. Brandon Dillon was gone, like that was just reality. Brandon Dillon. Unless like Brendan Dillon's probably going to get paid this off season Big time. and the Sharks can't put any more money on that blue line. Like you look at the forward depth and you can't add another contract Uh-oh. to that blue line. Brendan Dillon like is, it wasn't going to work. So maybe he doesn't get the payday he wants, and maybe he comes back as, as like a lesser contract, but I don't see it. I think that'd be incredibly wishful thinking. Yeah.
0: No, it, it's it, you're they're definitely going to have a, uh... Different-looking blue line next season. Yeah. I mean, Shimmick's probably, probably signed.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, he's not going to cost you anything. Like, And I've been of that opinion the whole time. But, right. um, yeah, I mean, he's not going to cost you anything. I still think – but he's not I, – I think Shimmick you probably – like, you don't have to bring Shimmick back either. You can go and explore other options. Like, I don't think he's – I don't think he's a surefire guy. Like you have to bring Shimmick back. I think you can explore other options. And if you don't like what you see out there, then you can bring Shimmick back for sure. But I don't think he's, he's not like, I don't think he's like, he's not the linchpin of this operation that he was made out to be when he returned. And, you know, and it was like, and I'm not saying he didn't play a factor in the sharks getting better when he got back, but you know, it's, uh, it's, it's it's Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be an interesting offseason for the Sharks because they've got a lot of things they need to address and they don't have a lot of space to do it with. Because current... that's the thing, right? Like, it, you know, it, if you look at, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, this is clearly like the trades for rebuilding team. Well, they didn't really trade any contracts. Like they traded expiring contracts with the exception of Goodrow.
0: Yeah. Uh, Hot oh. Wheels 84, first PK without Goody and they give up a goal. Coincidence?
1: Well, I mean, the whole thing just looked disjointed. I think you're going to have those kind of adjustments when you have to remake your penalty kill units.
0: Yeah, and and let's be real here, there, everything's got mumbled, jumbled up, and and you know, the last minute, you know, last minute, uh, you know, change for with Couture coming in probably changed things as well. For sure, uh, you know. You know, proud Hederick, I think, and this one's, I think, a simple question for you. Why the F would the Sharks trade Goodrow when he's been one of their best players this year? Because you can get it. Him-
1: you, because you're never going to get that. You Barkley Goodrow, if you're being honest, shouldn't get you more. Like, getting a second, you should be a static for Barclay Goodrow. Right. Like, you should be a static with a second. To get a first, you do it. Like,. Mm-hmm. I, I who knows what Doug Wilson does with that pick. It's, it's a deep draft, you know, so hopefully he takes it and drafts with it. maybe Tampa, you know, Tampa, I guess, Stamkos went out tonight. So maybe they get bounced first round and it's a better pick than we uh, think. It, it, if,
0: if Tampa goes out in the first round, that's a huge, huge, that's a huge win for them.
1: That's a, that's, that's a win in my opinion. Like yeah. at that point, you know, if Tampa, if Tampa goes on a long run, which they're, you know, which they could do as well. I mean, then it's whatever, but if, if, if Tampa, you know, unfortunately hits a team that bounces them in the first round again, you know, that that pick becomes a decent pick with you yeah. consider the draft.
0: Yeah. And we'll get to that, get to where Tampa is in just a little bit. We'll finish up with with this, you know, mm-hmm. couple of things is Middleton a serviceable bottom six guy or should the Sharks go after somebody else uh, that they don't have either with the CUDA or in the development system because. I I mean, Middleton's a lefty, Merkley's a
1: righty, and I don't think he's going to be with the Sharks next year. He I think that it. Middleton's a guy who they're going to have to make a decision on. I think, yeah. I thought he played a good game tonight. Like, I thought, you know, but again, one good game isn't a good career make. Right. Middleton's a guy that's been around long enough, though, that they really need to decide what they're doing with him and what they're going to, you know. Um, I, I think he's a service, he could be a serviceable bottom pair guy, yeah, but I, you know, I'd have to. But time will tell. I, he could be. I, I, am not gonna go out and boldly say, you know, Middleton's this guy that you know is a lock for the team next year. I think he's definitely in the conversation. And I think with the money he makes, that's the kind of guy you want playing yeah. in your bottom six.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and to kind of piggyback on the on the Tampa thing, if they go mm-hmm. out on the first round, that's probably you know late. Late teens, early twenties pick, that'd be huge. That's probably if the if the sharks are keen on somebody in the draft, they aren't giving up one of their their second round picks or or that third round pick they might be getting, you know, with all the trades they made to move right. down the draft. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those situations too, where, but I mean, it, it is, it is, it is a deeper draft. So you could also see if Tampa moves, you know, if Tampa does, they might load up and, you know, they might move that pick and pick up some more picks and, you know, move to move back because It is a deeper draft. You yep. wouldn't want to see that, but good. Entirely possible. Um, why didn't we go after Robin Leonard um, for the, well, why would you go after Robin Leonard right now? The, the the problem is, is that, you know, Robin Leonard, I believe, is a pure rental at this point. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense to bring in Leonard to, you know, to, to get assets to, to bring in Leonard to possibly have him leave as a free agent anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Robin Leonard is a guy that you would definitely circle back this summer if you can make the money work. I don't know. It depends what you do with Jones. Obviously, that's the big factor, yeah. right? Yeah. And... It depends what you do with Jones. But to, to go after Leonard now you're just wasting assets for nothing. Um your shark, the sharks aren't playing for anything for the rest of the season, so you might as well play with the string with Dell and Jones. Hopefully, you know, you can you can maybe, you know, remedy something with Jones or, you know, Dell can get a little hot again. But really going after Leonard now would make no sense. You would spend a lot of assets for nothing, really, because he could just leave as a free agent mm-hmm. when you know, if you don't decide what to do with Jones. So it's it is what it is. Um you you if they're gonna make a move on a goalie, they should do it in the summer. I'm not surprised Dell didn't move. I asked I saw this stats in the chat and I didn't get to it. I'm not shocked Dell didn't move. Goalies generally don't move around very often and they don't do it for like Vegas needed Vegas a, needed a backup. Insurance. They they needed insurance. I thought Carolina might make a run at a goalie. Right. Um I thought maybe Aaron Dell might you know, get some interest from the Hurricanes. But, you know, I'm not shocked. I don't think the return for Dell would have been as good as people think it would be because, you know, um, even with Carolina, like, they're probably getting one of their goalies back before the playoffs. That's what that tells me, that they didn't do anything. So...
0: But they're not too
1: uh, worried about their injuries, their yeah, for sure. Yeah, goalies generally just don't get the return that you would expect them to, unless uh, you have a team really over the barrel, and I think Vegas was kind of in that boat.
0: Yeah, and Cheryl saying one of the Rangers spare goalies, well... Uh, oh, Shish- but that
1: was the problem. Um, so the Rangers, um, Igor Shosturkin and... Thank you for saying it, right. Yeah, they were in a
0: car accident.
1: They were in a car accident. Um, Shosturkin has a broken rib... Um, so, I uh, he'll probably back by the end of the season, but mm-hmm. you're just going to play, you're going to just play Lundquist and, and Georgiev until then. There's, yeah. I think that's the reason why that, you know, um, New York wasn't going to make a move there with and getting injured. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so that's where Lundquist comes to play. Otherwise, yeah, maybe they do make a move at the deadline or something if, if they want to move Yorgiev, or you know Lundqvist says, oh, all right, I'll I'll go," but I I couldn't see Henrik going anywhere. So yeah, with that,
1: I have the goddamn coming, Curtis, that he gave him a reach around.
0: All right, let's quickly run through these. Uh, Devils win four to one over the Red Wings. It is five five right now between the Blues and the Blackhawks. Um. Yeah, crazy game out out in St. Louis. Uh, Predators lead 3-2 on the Sens. Uh, Thomas Shabbat with the goal there. Uh, Minnesota beating the Blue Jackets 5-3. That's a big blow for the Blue Jackets. They are struggling mightily. Uh, Miko Koevi with a pair of goals with that one. Uh, it is tied 1-1 between the Panthers and Coyotes. And... Uh, 1-0 Ducks over the Oilers. That's early in the first. Milano with the goal there. Uh, the Flames beat the Bruins 5-2. Wow. That's an interesting one there. Uh, Vancouver beats Montreal in overtime. Tyler Toffoli with his 21st in the game winning goal in OT for that one. Uh, Shea Weber. I can't believe... He, he is not human. Uh, the big one tonight. Barkley Goodrell makes his debut with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Wearing number 19... Hmm. Uh, four three, the final there in between in the inner squad scrimmage for the Tampa Bay, or for the Toronto Bay Maple Leafs. Poof. Uh, John Tavares with a pair of goals. William Nylander, uh, definitely getting a crown this week. Uh, that one. And uh, the Rangers beat the Islanders on the island in overtime. Panarin does it again. Zabinijad with the OT winner there. Uh, and uh, let's see Jets and Capitals the Capitals win it in a shootout 4-3 to Ovechkin with another goal at 7-1 if I'm not mistaken Dallas wins 4-1 to in that one Sagan hints Dickinson Gurionov with that one and the Hurricanes lose that that is your update doesn't oh doesn't oh sorry okay we'll, we'll move on um so let's move on to Thursday night and the, the Devils.
1: Uh, Ian, what do you say? It's rough. <laughs> I don't know. Man, that game, the last game was really boring. Like, the one thing I can say about this game for most of it was was actually an entertaining game to watch. Um, the last game they played against the Devils wasn't. It was very frustrating to watch that game, um, just from an enjoyment standpoint. Hopefully they can put on a decent game in front of their home fans but yeah man i don't know this hard this this team's just hard now
0: mhm no definitely and it's going to be uh oh, aj's never been more writer got it all right well in case you missed anything you Oh Barracuda <clears throat> No, we already saw the Barracuda play tonight they lost to the Flyers if you missed anything and you want to watch this again check us out on teal10usa.com or your favorite podcatcher with Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, iHeart Radio, as well. So with that, we'll close this up. Ian, your final thoughts and where the people can find you.
1: Um, final thoughts. I mean, like I said, I, I'm setting the over/under at five, so uh, you can take the over or the under. Um, but obviously, I think if you're gonna take <laughs> a game to, you know, that they eh, maybe the Devils, maybe the Devils, the game you can go in and get some points in. Um, other than that, I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. The, the shark season is what it is at this point. We all know the score. Um, so obviously what I'm looking forward to now is just hoping that, you know, you get some of these kids in and they do some good things and give you a small squishy feeling inside um, that gives you a little bit of hope for next year. Cause it's really all you have right now. Um, but other than that, you can find me at Ian blogs, hockey on the Twitter machine. And that is that.
0: I'm afraid of any type of small squishy feeling you're, you're talking about. <laughs> no. Uh, all right, I'm at puck guy fourteen. If you need to uh, rant at me or or anything of that matter, because why not? You know, we'll be back with you Thursday night in stealth mode as the Sharks take on the Devils on the 29th. Patrick Marlowe's return. There's also the San Jose Game Horn Hockey Expo. Uh, that's happening in uh, right near the tank by a poorhouse bistro. Uh, tons of game worn jersey collections and all that stuff. Uh, do the
1: tankathon. Do the tankathon.
0: You want me to do the tankathon? All <laughs> yes. Right. All right. Ian wants me to do the tankathon. Let me uh, get this all set up. Here we go, folks. We're doing the tankathon. All right. Can I move this out of the way? Yes. All right. Let's do the sim lottery. Shark. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, the Sharks entered as the fourth worst team in the league. And.
1: Oh. This is going to be my face.
0: Hang on. Let me show it. Yeah. No. I know. I know. Yep. Mm. All right. With that, the conversation continues on Discord. Make sure you follow us on the social media and on the YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, as always. Again, we'll be back with you on Thursday following sharks and devils. And until then, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a good night, everyone. We will see you Thursday. Oh, I had to be number one.